Peace be with you and welcome to our Word Wednesday Lexio Divina podcast brought to you by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. I am delighted that you are here joining me today. And right now, I am currently sitting in our chapel at Christ the King Retreat House, and I'm sitting right in front of our tabernacle with the shutter doors open, exposing me to Jesus Christ, which is just a beautiful thing, Jesus Christ present in the Eucharist. And I'm listening to a couple songbirds that are sitting outside our window right now. And I am really looking forward to the moment where you're able to just come back here to the retreat house and just sit here and in quiet and simplicity and just enjoy the presence of God and the presence of the Holy Spirit in your life. Um, we're just going to have like a, a, an adoration party where we're able to sit with Jesus. I, I know it's coming soon. I, I can feel it. Um, but I'm very, very delighted that you're here today. I got extremely excited when I realized this morning that we're going to be talking about the road to Emmaus, our gospel passage, where it focuses on two disciples walking away from Jerusalem and, and Jesus encountering them on the road. And I don't know. I think the reason why I'm so excited is because maybe you've experienced this from time to time as a person of faith, but you're walking on this journey and there's a bunch of things that happen to you. And all of a sudden, there's a gospel passage or a scriptural passage that you read, and you're like, oh my gosh, this all makes sense. Right? This relates to me. This is the culmination of everything that I've experienced. And this is Jesus saying, all right, here's what I want you to do. Here's where I want to guide you in your journey through this passage. And that was this reading today. And I'm excited to bring it to you. I'm excited to read it to you and reflect with you. Um, but also, I want you to check out our Facebook page. A few days ago on Sunday, I've been ex- obsessed with this song, Diamonds As Your Skin. And whenever there's a song that really, really gets to my ear and gets to my heart, I listen to it over and over and over again. I still continue to listen to it. But it's neat because I actually talk about the prospect of how excited I am to experience the heavenly Jerusalem. And I experienced this when I was walking outside in Sullivan, New York, which is where my apartment is. And I'm walking along and I hear this song and I just get so elated and excited about the prospect of seeing Jesus face to face in heavenly Jerusalem. And all of that coupled with this gospel passage today just gets me excited. So I hope that you're excited too. Um, I'm excited that you're here. And let us begin as we begin all things. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. God our Father, you are a God not of the dead, nor of those paralyzed by their fears and limitations, but the God of the living. Raise us up and make us walk forward in joy and hope as companions on the road of him who you raised from the dead, Jesus Christ, our risen Lord forever. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. If you haven't joined us before for our Alexio Divina podcast, what I will do is I will read this gospel one time through, and I just invite you to find a quiet place wherever you're at, whether that's in a, a prayer corner, which we've talked about in the past, or a quiet room, or outside. If Today it's a little chilly on this Wednesday, but if it's another day that you're listening to and you're able to sit outside in simplicity with all the birds and the trees, I invite you to do that as well. Um, but I will read this gospel one time through, and then after that, I will give you further instruction. Again, this comes from the Gospel of Luke 24, verses 13 through 35. That very day, the first day of the week, 
two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped, looking downcast. One of them, named Cleopas, said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who did not know of these things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the woman had described, but him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophets spoke! Was it not necessary that the Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on farther. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them, and it happened that, while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him. But he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. I will now read this through a second time, and this time around I call upon the Holy Spirit to guide us to a word or phrase and put it on our hearts. And I just invite you at home to be open to the Holy Spirit and to listen and focus on a word or phrase that could be sticking out to you. And this comes from the Gospel of Luke. That very day, the first day of the week, two of Jesus' disciples were going to a village seven miles from Jerusalem called Emmaus, and they were conversing about all the things that had occurred. And it happened that while they were conversing and debating, Jesus himself drew near and walked with them, but their eyes were prevented from recognizing him. He asked them, What are you discussing as you walk along? They stopped looking downcast. 
one of them named Cleopas said to him in reply, Are you the only visitor to Jerusalem who does not know the things that have taken place there in these days? And he replied to them, What sort of things? They said to him, The things that happened to Jesus the Nazarene, who was a prophet mighty in deed and word before God and all the people, how our chief priests and rulers both handed him over to a sentence of death and crucified him. But we were hoping that he would be the one to redeem Israel. And besides all this, it is now the third day since this took place. Some women from our group, however, have astounded us. They were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. They came back and reported that they had indeed seen a vision of angels who announced that he was alive. Then some of those with us went to the tomb and found things just as the women had described. But him they did not see. And he said to them, Oh, how foolish you are! How slow of heart to believe all that the prophet spoke! Was it not necessary that Christ should suffer these things and enter into his glory? Then, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. As they approached the village to which they were going, he gave the impression that he was going on further. But they urged him, Stay with us, for it is nearly evening and the day is almost over. So he went in to stay with them, and it happened that while he was with them at table, he took bread, said the blessing, broke it, and gave it to them. With that, their eyes were opened and they recognized him, but he vanished from their sight. Then they said to each other, Were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? So they set out at once and returned to Jerusalem, where they found gathered together the eleven and those with them who were saying, The Lord has truly been raised and has appeared to Simon. Then the two recounted what had taken place on the way and how he was made known to them in the breaking of the bread. What is that word or phrase that stuck out to you when I read through this passage a second time? For me, it was enter into his glory. Just a couple of things to think about and just a little reflection um, as I have reviewed this gospel myself. I find it interesting in the beginning of this gospel that these two disciples are on a journey away from Jerusalem. Now, mind you, Jerusalem is the basic epicenter of Jesus' ministry. He was crucified there, he resurrected, and he ascended, all in Jerusalem. And in shame, these disciples walk away from Jerusalem towards Emmaus. And Jesus draws near to them. But through their doubts and through the fears and different things they were experiencing, they were prevented from recognizing him. In your own journey of faith right now, do you feel like you are moving away from Jerusalem? or towards Jerusalem? Do you feel like through your doubts and your fears that you are prevented from recognizing or seeing God in your life? Did your word or phrase have to deal with that? 
as we continue on, we see that Jesus challenges the disciples with the question, what sort of things, essentially, what sort of things have you heard? And you see that the disciples correctly describe all the accounts that have happened. They have knowledge of everything that has happened with Jesus over the last few days. And we see that they say that he is mighty indeed in word, how the chief priests and rulers both handed him over to sentence him to death and be crucified, and that they were at the tomb early in the morning and did not find his body. You see that they have a knowledge of all of these different things that have happened to Jesus. So they know him, but they don't know him. You see what I'm saying? You can have knowledge of a person or have a knowledge of, of someone in your life. But you may not have the relationship to actually know him, to know the patterns of how that person works, who they are. My question for you is, do you know Jesus? Maybe your word or phrase dealt with that. Do you know Jesus in your heart? Lastly, if there's anything that cultivates what our ministry is all about with the Lexio Divina podcast, it's the ending of this scriptural passage. And it says this, it says, beginning with Moses and all the prophets, he interpreted to them what referred to him in all the scriptures. And then it says near the end, the disciples said this, were, were not our hearts burning within us while he spoke to us on the way and opened the scriptures to us? Our hearts burn, like it's burning today for me, hearing the words of God and how it relates to my life and how I can draw near to the Lord through sacred scripture. Everything that had happened throughout the Old Testament into the New Testament was about Jesus Christ. Inadvertently, it was about Jesus. It's the reason why he came to us in the form of a a human being, 100% human, 100% man, and drew near to us and died for us, for our salvation. It's the culmination of all scripture. Does your word or phrase deal with finding the Lord in scripture? Is your heart burning for the Lord, yearning to grow closer to the Lord through sacred scripture? Are there things that Jesus has spoken to you through scripture over the last couple of weeks or even throughout this passage that has opened your heart to burn and draw near to him. Does your word or phrase have to deal with that? I now invite you to spend a few moments just meditating on that word or phrase or something that I had said, and I allow the Holy Spirit to come shower upon us right now and open our hearts to draw nearer to you, Lord, during this time of meditation.
as we feel and continue to think about those things that are stirring in our hearts, I invite you now to bring that to the Lord. You know, maybe in certain ways, and we talked at the beginning of this passage, maybe certain ways you're feeling like you are walking away from Jerusalem right now. You're walking away from God in your life. There are certain struggles and things that are going on that are pulling you away from Jerusalem, not trusting God. It could be about that, or maybe it's this idea of you feel like you haven't received guidance from God lately. Maybe it's because you haven't been opening sacred scripture or you haven't felt this burning desire in your heart through the word of God. I invite you to talk to God now about that and open up about these different things that are churning in your heart. now like you to close your eyes for a moment and just set yourself in this scene with Jesus. You're walking down a dirt path and you're looking at Jesus. What is he wearing? What are you wearing? There's an, another disciple that is in this scene as well. Who is that disciple that is with you? As you walk along on this journey, what sort of things is Jesus saying to you? How is Jesus looking at you now? I invite you to spend a few moments walking with Jesus.
as we come to a close in our podcast today, we see at the end of the scripture passage that the disciples turn around. They, they leave them as they go towards Jerusalem. And I just want to read these lyrics to you from this Diamonds as Your Skin song to close things out. I know this is a little bit more of an unorthodox way of doing things, but I just feel like the lyrics of the song really relate to what we've read today. And it says this, it says, Kingly is your smile, affections I can't deny. Love runs through your thoughts for me. Your eyes are smiling into me. And away, away we go to the city of your love, Jerusalem. It's hovering and buzzing. All the saints are singing, 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 singing. I am loved. I am holy and righteous. I am placed above by the blood of Jesus, seated in heaven. We thank you for your sacred word, Lord. And we thank you for your love. Amen. From all of us here at Christ the King Retreat House, I hope that you have a very, very blessed week. God bless you. Welcome to the Word Wednesday's Lexio Divina podcast. This podcast is sponsored by Christ the King Retreat House in Syracuse, New York. Through this ministry, Christ the King Retreat House is expanding its mission of providing opportunities for spiritual, personal growth, healing, and peace. In this Word Wednesday podcast, we will reflect on the gospel reading for the upcoming weekend. Lexio Divina will challenge us to dive deeper as we look to read, meditate, pray, and contemplate where God is leading us through His sacred word. Thank you for joining us for our Word Wednesday podcast. For more information about this podcast or to see what retreats Christ the King of Treehouse can offer for listeners like you, please visit our website, ctkretreat.com. God bless.